Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 10 of Radiating God's Love. Well, I just got done, and um, I had a couple of encounters today as I was leaving. And it's funny how I get up in the morning, and I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about, and then I start reading and praying, and the Lord places a few things on my heart, and then He uh, adds on to that as I uh, drive to the, get my treatments and then as I'm leaving. So several things. When I lay down today to receive the treatments, I started thought, thinking about the Garden of Gethsemane and um, how Jesus must have felt. We're actually going to have a one day of reflection at St. Clair Retreat Center on the 26th of March on, on the Garden of Gethsemane from several different perspectives. But what happened was is the Lord started taking me to different people who were in their own gardens. Uh, and so I started praying for those people individually. And then I started thinking, you know, one of the gardens that we are all in is the garden of control. And we all know um, the serenity prayer um, that asks us to be able to take care of the things we can, to let go of the things we can't, and to know the wisdom, uh, to have the wisdom to know the difference. And uh, control seems to be a word that has been coming up quite often and I think we can often be in the garden of control wanting to have control over things that we have no control over um, uh, someone who is sick uh, a family member who has walked away from the faith the list goes on and on and out of love we so desperately want um, to bring them back or to have them be healed or whatever the case may be and things are just out of our control and so I think a lot of times we can we can literally in our own lives sweat blood um, over worry and fear and everything that that comes along with not being in control and what the Lord is asking us to do is to not is to not give up. And let me back up for a minute because a lot of times, like when we're dealing with family, right, it's like being like a prophet in your own hometown. And so it, it, it feels like everything you're saying is just falling on deaf ears. And um, you so ache for those people in your family um, that maybe are away from God and, and you wonder what's going to happen to them. And so there's a lot that really can drag us down. And I can just imagine like in Mel Gibson's movie, um, uh, the serpent wants us to stay in that place, right? He wants us to stay there um, and, and want to try to be in control. And what the Lord wants us to do is to surrender it to him. And now surrendering is not, it's not giving up, okay? It's just giving it over. I mean, we can even look at Peter, right? Peter did not want to hear that Jesus was going to die on a cross. He didn't want to hear it. And then the Lord uh, said, get behind me, Satan. Most appropriately, um, you know, we can be tempted, okay, to want to continue to try to have control over things that we do not have control over. And so a couple of ways that we can remedy that. First of all, yes, we pray for them, right? Uh, we offer intentions for them for Mass. We go to adoration. And then I would add one more to this. Uh, we do mortification um for that intention. So if I want to go do something I want to do, instead of going to do what I want to do, I'm going to say, for example, go to adoration 
for a half hour or an hour, and my specific intention is going to be for whatever situation it is that I'm trying to have control over, that I'm going to offer that time uh, to God with my intention being of whatever it is I'm trying to keep control over. That'll help us to actively let go of it and to surrender it to God. So I talked to two people on the way out today. The first lady, uh, she actually worked there, and I said, what is it like to work here? And she said, it's very humbling. She said, to see people who have such great humility um, when they're going through trial. And she says, it reminds me of how blessed I am. And I took that in a very positive way, right? It's so easy for us to focus on uh, what's going wrong instead of all of the things that are going right. And then on my way out, there was a man sitting there, and I sat down, his name is Ron, and I started talking to him. And I said, Ron, uh, what are you here for? He has some sort of a blood cancer that he gets injections for every week. Uh, this cancer can be controlled. He had prostate cancer in the back uh, uh, in the past as well. So I said, can I pray for you, Ron? And he said, yes. And so I prayed for him and I gave him a blessing. And then I said the usual thing. I said, well, you get a blessing because I'm, I'm Roman Catholic. And then he proceeded to tell me that he's not Christian, that he's actually Jewish. And he's from the West Coast, but he lives here now as a teacher at Newport News, uh, Christopher Newport, for 43 years. And he said when his family, um, his family was from like Hungary and other areas, uh, they were Jewish. And so he told me the story of how his immediate family left and came to the States, while over of a hundred of his family members were persecuted and killed by the Nazis. And so once again, I'm stopping and I'm encountering something. And he said, you know, I said, I asked him, I said, how do you reconcile that? And he says, how does anybody reconcile something like that? And he said, you know, I, I talked to him about love coming out of suffering and difficulty. And he said, you know, I really wish God would just love. And, um, you know, you enter into a conversation like that and it's difficult, right? Um, to recognize that there is sin and evil in the world that exists. And sometimes horrific things happen on very large scales, like the genocide of the Jewish people um, back in the 30s and the 40s. So this is, um, it, was, it was very sobering um, to talk with him um, and to see his struggle. And on a much smaller level, all of us can struggle when there is um, tragedy or difficulty or loss or something that didn't have to be that we can go, why is God letting this happen? And God's permissive will, right, uh, can be really difficult to understand. But we are called to know that God is a loving God and that even through the course of all this difficulty, um, he can draw us closer to himself. And then in many cases, um, love can be unleashed in the midst of suffering and difficulty, especially if our hearts are open to it. And speaking of our hearts being open to it, this morning as I was sitting reflecting in the sunroom, we have this flower and it had three buds on it that were open and you could see them all reaching towards the rising sun in the morning and the Lord's asking us to do the same thing that um, we get up each morning even in the midst of whatever is going on in our lives and we look to the rising sun the S-O-N who is always present in our lives so I'm going a little long today sorry there was a lot so let me read this cancer is limited it cannot cripple love it cannot shatter hope. 
It cannot eat away peace. It cannot destroy confidence. It cannot shut out memories. It cannot silence courage. It cannot invade the soul. It cannot reduce eternal life. It cannot quench the spirit. It cannot lessen the power of the resurrection. Let us pray. All-powerful and ever-living God, uh, on this day, I ask that anyone who is listening, if they are having trouble with holding on to something, controlling something, Lord, and it's creating dissonance and difficulty in their life, Lord, I would pray that you would give them the grace and the fortitude and the courage to surrender it to you, to let go of it, and to, Lord, focus on the things they can control and to turn the things over to you that they cannot control. And, Lord, I ask that you bless all listening to this podcast in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow for Day 11. Bye.